my job this morning is to talk about where we've been this last year and to, to reflect with gratitude on our year and to reset for the year to come. And it would be easy to set our own standards, our own metrics for you know, what goals did we have and did we meet them or not. But I want to invite Jesus to this process, to ask him what he thinks of us, and to ask him to show us where he wants us to go tomorrow in this year to come. So would you join me for just a moment of becoming aware of God's presence here with us? right now, in this space. To take a moment for silence, to breathe deep, and remind us that God is already here. Maybe as you breathe in to thank God for how he's shown up today. And as you breathe out, letting go of the things that distract us or inhibit us from experiencing his goodness. Jesus, what do you think of us, of this gathering of people called Monroe Free Methodist Church? Help us to see our last year, to reflect with gratitude, and to pay attention to how you have been with us, forming us to be more like you. Amen. So in this past year, we have begun to embrace a different nature of worship, a corporate nature, a sense of we has been developing, letting go of our own preferences, whatever they may be, and coming to worship with an expectancy of God's presence being here, a mindset of how God wants to work and how can we work together to serve God. So we have been formed into a community that gathers to do worship as a work, the work of worship, the liturgy. We have immersed ourselves in liturgical worship in this last year. We've allowed the scriptures and the songs and the sacraments and our responses to form us. We're showing up on Sundays expecting to participate in every element of service. We take responsibility in this corporate gathering. We are becoming workers alongside of one another, co-laborers, hearing from God together, responding to God, confessing together, repenting together, to build peace and unity on the common ground of Christ. One year ago, during the season of Lent, we dove deeper into the sacramental stream of the Christian faith. We began to partake in Holy Communion every Sunday. And the reasons we moved to this sacrament so frequently are many. So first, we get to respond to Jesus' invitation to receive his mercy and grace. We get to come to the table. We get to come to the table together 
Regardless of our differences, we find ourselves united in the peace of Christ as we pass that peace to one another, and that peace is extended to us in the form of his table. The Spirit of God is present in this sacrament in a way that goes beyond words. It's like a mystery, a spiritual mystery, a way that God is active and forming us. As we participate in this mystery week after week, we get to receive the love of Jesus in the form of the bread and the cup, and then we get to take that love into our world, into our families and our neighborhoods and our communities and our classrooms, our workplaces. So in those moments when you come forward and Kevin and I serve you the body and blood of Jesus, we see a glimpse into how God is forming you. I know you'll probably find it hard to believe, but it is true. In this brief encounter, when I look at you and I say, the body and blood of Jesus broken for you. The Spirit of God is present in that moment, and it's like I get to see each of you with the eyes of God. The eyes of Jesus, how he is forming you, how he's worked in you that week, how he's healing each of us and making us whole. This is one of my most privileged and sacred moments every week. Another reflection of gratitude that I have is the way that our church continues to become a multi-generational culture. Having our pews filled with folks from every decade brings me the deepest sense of joy. I think it makes Jesus smile too. From the newest babies to emerging teenagers and millennials and middle-aged families and empty nesters and retirees, we all get to worship together, respond together, come to God's table together. I love that we have a nursery, but in reality, we really do embrace the little ones among us. Everyone wants to go to a church where all are welcome, and most churches say all are welcome. But I believe here at Monroe Free Methodist Church that we really mean that. All are welcome. No matter how noisy or unruly we are, no matter how many Bible verses we know or don't know, no matter how much money we give or don't give, no matter what we wear or what our bedrooms look like at home or how old we are or how young we are or what lifestyle choices we made, we are all welcome and we really want others to come as they are. This table is set every Sunday for all who gather, and we all get to participate in the work of worship. So what is next for us? I believe Jesus is calling us to expand our vision beyond um, this space, to scatter into the community, to bring the sense of belonging and the, the formation we experience here every Sunday, to bring that to bring Monroe Free Methodist Church into our neighborhoods and workplaces and schools and our families. Pastor Kevin and I believe with our whole hearts that God is already at work here in Monroe. We're not bringing God here. God is here. And we are getting to partner with him to join where he's already at work. Jesus is stirring in us a vision for how he wants to grow our church in the coming months. And it may not look like the way most people think of church growth with more and more people coming here. But instead, in addition to gathering in this place 
at this time, participating in the liturgy every Sunday. We are going to multiply leaders and multiply ministries out into, in, that would scatter out into the community. So these leaders that we wish to train and, and send are sitting right here, right here among us, you. We want to have intentional conversations with individuals like you, I, I, as I look at your faces, of how God is wanting to form you into a leader of the people in your sphere, the people you interact with, the people you know. The goal is to train up what is called in the Free Methodist Church consecrated deacons, lay pastors who will pastor alongside us and lead small churches, replicas of our larger church everywhere in our community. Does something stir in you as I talk about this? And we're going to move from thinking, we're going to move beyond thinking about small groups to thinking about small churches. So we want to discern with you, you who feel a sense of calling to, to lead a small gathering of people to know God. We're going to discern with you who God is calling you to, to lead. The people you might already know, people who might never come to a traditional Sunday morning service, people who need the healing of Jesus, the table of Jesus, just as much as we all do. As we plant these small churches in our community, the deacons, these consecrated deacons, these lay pastors, you all, as many as we can consecrate, we will. You'll serve, you'll gather people and serve them the Lord's Supper at each of your gatherings. Maybe it's just a handful of people who share a meal around your table every, every week and then close with communion. Maybe you feel drawn to take one of your hobbies like bowling or running or gardening or sewing and invite others to join you in those activities with the intention of talking about how God is working with you, reading scripture, partaking in Holy Communion. Maybe you could meet at a restaurant and, and get their permission to use a few tables for your gathering and, and spawn something witty like burritos and Bibles or lattes and the Lord's Supper or whatever witty you, name you want to call it. I'd love to start a dinner church right here, a gathering for people who can't ever come to church on Sundays, a midweek fellowship where we share a meal and partake in the Lord's Supper. Kevin is wanting to make plans to, to start a church somewhere in the community, a, a, a location that people just know of. Maybe it's like the YMCA or the food court or some place where people can just come and have the hard conversations, people who consider themselves to be skeptics and cynical about church, and then they partake in the unifying gift of Holy Communion. So what is Jesus asking of you? What do you envision what ideas come to your mind? How can we, you and me, not just Kevin and I, but all of us, bring Jesus to our community, people who might not ever come to Sunday morning church? And then I believe Jesus is inviting us to re-envision how we use our money, to not just keep our money inside our walls, but to be driven by the mission. Our mission drives our budget drives our mission. So how we use our money says something about who we are as a church. Budget drives mission. 
And our mission needs to be joining Jesus in his work, bringing healing into the world. Because we're being healed and made whole here, praise Jesus. And there's a whole lot more people who need that healing and wholeness. So to move into a season of financial freedom where, where we can make the repairs that need to be made on this building, where we can set aside a full tenth of our church's money to give away, to, to provide for these small churches that we're going to plant, to give to local ministries like Paula's House and Heartbeat and Soap and God Works and Philadelphia House and Oaks of Righteousness and these places that need our support, and international ministries, international child care, and missionaries that we know from around the world who are doing God's work, and to help those who call here asking for help with utilities and with groceries in between their food stamps. We want to just be able to help, and we can't right now. You, you might have noticed if you come in the West Wing, it's mostly empty right now. My office has moved to a more central location, this room over here by these east doors. It's going to have a larger space, a couch, a space for us to gather for maybe prayer or a small group or whatever. Anytime you need to use it, you can use that space. And the, the children's wing, the nurseries down here, it's a little safer, less close to the parking lot. But what are our plans with this wing? Right now, we're not making any. We are waiting and praying for how Jesus wants us to use this space. So maybe you would pray with us too. Maybe it could be used for like a homeschool co-op or other educational needs that are found in our community. It could provide a great space for some outside groups who need classroom spaces to use during the week. I'd love to see it being used more than just on Sundays. As you pray about this, if God gives you any ideas or insights or, or leads, feel free to talk to us. And then, of course, a reminder that our foundation of this year is our year of transformation. A year of very small practices, but foundational practices for helping us to grow, to discern, and do the will of God. A year where we travel through these six seasons of the liturgical calendar, with the six streams of the Christian practice. Being a church that lives like Jesus, saturating our lives in prayer, the contemplative stream. Embodying the love of God, the incarnational stream. Reading scripture and sharing it with people, the evangelical stream. Living righteously, the holiness stream. Being filled with the power of God's spirit, the charismatic stream and establishing God's justice around us, the social justice stream. Every week since the start of Advent, we spotlight a different spiritual discipline. And I just wonder, how, how have those been for you? Are you practicing those? How are you hearing from God? I hope you're sharing those stories with each other, and I'd love to hear them. As a church, Jesus is calling us to gather each week to do the work of worship, to be healed and made whole at his table, and then to scatter into the corners of the world that you and I intersect with each week to share that healing and wholeness of Jesus. So this church, the church, the, the church, the church Catholic, the church universal, God's body, but our church, you and me, 
are the way that Jesus is bringing his kingdom to earth as it is in heaven. The church is God's plan for healing and wholeness. So may we be willing to move forward in joyful obedience to the mission that God is calling us to fulfill.